0: Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for September 30. My name is John Mason. It's great you could join us. Meekness is not a descriptor that we would normally use of ourselves. Meekness today is usually associated with someone who is weak and submissive, someone who can easily be pushed around. And yet in the third beatitude in his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. We'll be exploring his meaning shortly in today's reflection, but first let me read from Psalm 37. Do not fret because of the wicked, do not be envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so you will live in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And in verses 10 and 11, Yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you will look diligently for their place, they will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land, and delight in abundant prosperity. Catherine Jacob will now lead us in the Lord's Prayer. Our
1: Father in heaven,
0: Amen. Andrew Pearson will now lead us in further prayer.
2: A prayer for all in authority. Almighty God, the fountain of all goodness, we humbly pray you to bless all who hold positions of authority and public office in every land, so that all things, especially in these uncertain times, may be ordered in wisdom, righteousness, and peace to the honor of your holy name and the good of your church and people. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for everyone in need. O God, creator and preserver of all people, we humbly pray for all sorts and conditions of men and women, that you would be pleased to make your way known to them, your saving power among all nations. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are in any way afflicted or distressed with any kind of sickness or sorrow, anxiety, or need. Lord, we particularly pray for your comfort for those who are grieved by the loss of loved ones at this time. We pray for the ongoing research into a vaccine and cure for COVID-19. We also pray for the many who are out of work. Give wisdom and compassion to leaders, enabling them to facilitate an effective economic recovery and so provide opportunity for work for everyone. Lord, we also pray for those who are in physical, mental, or emotional danger at this time. Father, may it please you to comfort and relieve them according to their needs, giving them patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. All this we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.
1: A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: We don't normally like to think of ourselves as being meek. These days meekness is usually associated with someone who is weak and submissive, someone who is timid and easily pushed around. Yet in the third Beatitude and his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The Beatitudes lay the foundation for Jesus' sermon recorded in Matthew chapters 5 through 7. An interesting feature of these eight Beatitudes is that the first and the last make the same promise. The first reads, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And number eight says, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. To begin and end a series of statements with the same theme is called an Inclusion. This means that everything between the first and last statements is included in the one theme, in this case, the kingdom of heaven. So we are to think of Jesus' beatitudes as the standards of God's kingdom. They're not just descriptions of the attributes of different sets of people who are members of the kingdom, some being meek and others merciful. Rather, they capture features that the Lord expects of all his people. And so Jesus expects his people to grasp the reality of their spiritual impoverishment. They are poor in spirit. His people mourn over their own broken relationship with God and mourn that humanity is tragically lost because it has rejected, the maker of the universe. And now thirdly, Jesus is describing another quality of his people, meekness. So what does it mean to be meek? Jesus' words in Matthew chapter eleven, twenty-eight through 30 help us. There he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle, literally meek, and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As the Gospel of Matthew unfolds, we learn that Jesus, the eternal Son of God, came amongst us, not with the trappings of royalty and privilege, but with self-deprecation and lowliness. He came not to exercise unbridled or terrorizing power, but to honor God by serving men and women in their greatest need. He set aside His glory to rescue us. Here we begin to learn the rich meaning of meekness. Gentleness and humility in serving the best interest of others. Someone who is meek does not insist upon their own rights. They think of others before themselves. Consider for a moment the scene around Jesus' crucifixion. He was naked, exposed to the idle curiosity of the crowd and the vulgar frivolity of the soldiers who were making a party of it. If you're the king of the Jews, they taunted, save yourself. Yet the extraordinary thing is this, there's no spirit of revenge. Jesus didn't curse his tormentors. Instead, as Luke tells us, we hear a prayer. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Now it's also important to notice that the kind of meekness that Jesus is speaking about in the Beatitude is not that of a person who is a pushover. Meekness is not to be confused with being nice and easygoing. Meek and lowly as he was, Jesus could take a whip to greedy money changers in the temple. We mustn't confuse meekness with weakness. Blessed are the meek, Jesus says. Is it not true that many of us who claim to be God's people have forgotten this? We've stalled on the first two letters of the word meek, the letters M-E, me, At the personal level, we're often far more concerned with justifying ourselves with others than building one another up in our relationship with the Lord Jesus. And is it not true that we're often more committed to giving our opinion about church or ministry matters than we are at reaching others with the good news of God's gospel? Back in the 9th century England, King Alfred, a professing Christian, was not only a capable military strategist, but also a wise and visionary ruler. It seems that because he knew the Christ who had taught the Beatitudes, he worked for peaceful solutions, even with the most ruthless of his enemies. As Arthur Bryant in The Story of England, Makers of the Realm, comments, Alfred had the wisdom to realize that the sword, though powerful to defend, could settle nothing permanently, and that only the conquest of the heart could endure. Following his defeat at the marauding Danes, Alfred made a peace treaty with Guthrum, the Viking king, a treaty that identified land in East Anglia for the Danish Vikings. Alfred's meekness led to the Christian baptism of Guthrum, and peace in the land. The meek shall inherit the earth, Jesus promises. He was quoting from Psalm 37, that I read earlier. He was saying that only the meek will learn contentment. Their ego is not so inflated that they insist they deserve more. Indeed, because as God's people they are learning from Him, the meek understand that they are co-heirs in the inheritance with Jesus, as we learn from Romans chapter 8. Furthermore, Jesus is saying, that the day will come when the meek will inherit the new heaven and the new earth. It will be a time when this beatitude will literally be fulfilled. Indeed, throughout eternity God's people will continually rejoice that this beatitude is literally true. They will be grateful that by the grace of God they learn to be meek during their life now. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. What's your response? Do you really want to be one of Jesus' disciples, exemplifying in your life those qualities that were so evident in His? Meekness, humility in serving the needs of others. Teach us, gracious Lord, to begin our works with reverence, to go on in obedience and finish them with love, and then to wait patiently in hope and with cheerful countenance to look up to you, whose promises are faithful and rewards infinite. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you, and remain with you always. Amen.
1: People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, Andrew Pearson, the Dean and Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, Catherine Jacob, a member of the Cathedral Ministry Team, and music is from the Cathedral under the direction of Dr. Frederick Tierdu and Zachary Hicks. Prayers are drawn from an Australian Prayer Book, 1978, and the Bible readings are from the New Revised Standard Version. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.